0: Act three of Pericles, Prince of Tyre, by William Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act three, Prologue. Enter Gower.
1: Now sleep a slayekid hath the rout no din but snores the house about made louder by the o'er fed breast of this most pompous marriage feast the cat with eyne of burning coal now crouches for the mouse's hole and crickets sing at the oven's mouth ere the blither for their troth. hymen hath brought the bride to bed where by the loss of maidenhead a babe is moulded be attend and time that is so briefly spent with your fine fancies quaintly age what's dumb in show
0: i'll plain with speech dumb show enter pericles and simonides at one door with attendants a messenger meets them kneels and gives pericles a letter Pericles shows it Simonides, The lords kneel to him. Then enter Thaisa with child, with Lycorida a nurse. The king shows her the letter. She rejoices. She and Pericles take leave of her father and depart with lycorida and their attendants. Then exeunt Simonides and the rest by many a durn and painful
1: perch of pericles the careful search by the four opposing coins which the world together joins is made with all due diligence that horse and sail and high expense can stead the quest at last from tyre fame answering the most strange inquire to the court of king simonides are letters brought the tenor these Antiochus and his daughter dead, the men of Tyrus, on the head of Helicanus, would set on the crown of Tyre, but he will none the mutiny he there hastes to press, says to him, if King Pericles come not home in twice six moons, he obedient to their domes will take the crown the sum of this brought hither to pentapolis it ravish the regions round and every one with claps can sound our heir apparent is a king who dreamed who thought of such a thing brief he must hence depart to tyre his queen with child makes her a desire which joe shall cross along to go omit we all their dole and woe lycorida her nurse she takes and so to see their vessel shakes on neptune's billow half the flood hath their keel cut but fortune's mood varies again the grisly north disgorges such a tempest forth that as a duck for life that dives so up and down the poor ship drives, the lady shrieks, and well nigh does fall in travail with her fear. And what ensues in this foul storm, shall for itself itself perform. I nill relate; Axion may conveniently the rest convey, which might not what by may is told in your imagination hold this stage the ship upon whose deck the sea tossed pericles appears to speak
0: exit act three scene one on ship enter pericles on shipboard
2: thou god of this great vast rebuke these surges which wash both heaven and hell and thou that hast upon the wind's command Bind them in brass, having called them from the deep. Oh, still thy deafening, dreadful thunders! Gently quench thy nimble, sulphurous flashes. Oh, how, Lycorida, how does my queen? Thou stormest venomously. Wilt thou spit all thyself? The seaman's whistle is as a whisper in the ears of death, unheard. Lacordia lucina o divinest patroness and midwife gentle to those that cry by night convey thy deity upon our dancing boat make swift the pangs of my queen's travails
0: enter lycordia with an infant now lycordia
2: here is a thing too young for such a place who if it had conceit would die as i am like to do take in your arms this piece of your dead queen How, how, Lycordia? Patience, good sir, do not assist the storm. Here's all that is left living of your queen, a little daughter. For the sake of it, be manly and take comfort. Oh, you gods, why do you make us love your goodly gifts and snatch them straight away? We here below recall not what we give and therein may use honor with you. Patience, good sir. Even for this charge. Now, mild may be thy life, For a more blustrous birth had never, babe, Quiet and gentle thy conditions, For thou art the rudeliest welcome to this world That ever was Prince's child. Happy what follows, Thou hast as chiding a nativity As fire, air, water, earth, and heaven can make, To herald thee from the womb even at the first thy loss is more than can thy portage quit with all thou canst find here now the good gods throw their best eyes upon it
0: enter two sailors
3: what courage sir
2: god save you courage enough i do not fear the flaw it hath done to me the worst yet for the love of this poor infant is fresh new seafarer. i would it would be quiet
3: slack the bullens there thou wilt not wilt thou blow and split thyself
4: but sea-room and the brine and cloudy billow kiss the moon i care not
3: sir your queen must overboard the sea works high the wind is loud and will not lie till the ship be cleared of the dead
2: that's your superstition
3: pardon us sir with us at sea it hath been still observed and we are strong in custom therefore briefly yield her for she must overboard straight
2: as you think meet most wretched queen
3: here she lies sir
2: a terrible child-bed hast thou had my dear no light no fire the unfriendly elements forgot thee utterly nor have i time to give thee hallowed to thy grave but straight must cast thee scarcely coffined in the ooze where for a monument upon thy bones and ere remaining lamps the belching wail and humming water must o'erwhelm thy corpse lying with simple shells oh like Corridor, bid nestor bring me spices ink and paper my casket and my jewels and bid Nicander Bring me the satin coffer. Lay the babe upon the pillow. I thee whilst I say a priestly farewell to her. Suddenly, woman.
0: Exit, my corridor.
4: Sir, we have a chest beneath the hatches, cocked and betoomed, ready.
2: I thank thee. Mariner, say, what coast is this? We are near Tarsus. Thither, gentle mariner. Alter thy course for Tyre when canst thou reach it by break of day if the winds cease oh make for tarsus there will i visit cleon for the babe cannot hold out to tyrus there i'll leave it at careful nursing go thy ways good mariner i'll bring the body presently
0: exeunt act three scene two ephesus a room in cerimon's house Enter saramon with a servant and some persons who have been shipwrecked, Philemon, who
3: oh! enter philemon
1: who doth my lord call,
3: get fire and meat for these poor men. tis been a turbulent and stormy night. I have been in many, but such a night as this till now, I ne'er endured. Your master will be dead ere you return. There's nothing can be minced to nature that can recover him to philemon give this to the pochethery and tell me how it works exeunt
0: all but cerimon enter two gentlemen
3: good morrow
4: good morrow your lordship
3: gentlemen what do you stir so early sir our lodgings standing bleak upon the sea
2: shook as the earth did quake the very principles did seem to rend and all to topple pure surprise and fear made me to quit the house
4: that is the cause we trouble you so early tis not our husbandry
3: oh you say well
2: but i much marvel that your lordship having rich tire about you should at these early hours shake off the golden slumber of repose tis most strange nature should be so conversant
3: with pain being thereto not compelled i hold it ever virtue and cunning were endowments greater than nobleness and riches careless airs may the two latter darken and expend but immortality attends the former making a man a god tis known i ever have studied physic through which secret art, by turning o'er authorities i have together with my practice made familiar to me and to my aid the blessed infusions that dwell in vegetatives, in metals, stones, and I can speak of the disturbances that nature works, and of her cures, which doth give me a more content in course of true delight, than to be thirsty after tottering honour, or tie my treasure up in silken bags, to please the fool and death
4: your honour has through ephesus poured forth your charity and hundreds call themselves your creatures who by you have been restored and not your knowledge your personal pain but even your purse still open hath built lord caravan such strong renown as time shall ne'er decay
0: enter two or three servants with a chest
1: so lift there
3: what is that
1: Sir, even now did the sea toss up upon our shore this chest. Tis of some wreck.
3: Set it down. Let's look upon't.
4: Tis like a coffin, sir.
3: Whate'er it be, it is wondrous heavy. Wrench it open straight. If the sea's stomach be o'ercharged with gold, Tis a good constraint of fortune it belches upon us.
4: Tis so, my lord.
3: How close tis corked and bitumed. Did the sea cast it up? i never saw so huge a billow sir as tossed it upon shore wrench it open soft it smells most sweetly in my sense
4: a delicate odor
3: as ever hit my nostril so up with it oh you most potent gods what's here A course most strange shrouded in cloth of state balmed and in with full bags of spices a passport too apollo perfect me in the characters reads from a scroll. here i give to understand v'er this coffin drive a land i king pericles have lost this queen worth all our mundane cost who finds her give her burying she was the daughter of a king besides this treasure for a fee the gods requite his charity if thou livest pericles thou hast a heart that even cracks for woe this chance to-night
4: most likely sir
3: nay certainly to-night for look how fresh she looks they were too rough that threw her in the sea make a fire within fetch hither all my boxes in my closet exit a servant death may usurp on nature many hours and yet the fire of life kindle again the oppressed spirits i heard of an egyptian that had nine hours leaned dead who was by good appliance recovered re-enter a servant with boxes napkins and fire What well said, was well it the fire and cloths the rough and woeful music that we have cause it to sound beseech you the viol once more how thou stir'st thou block the music there i pray you give her air gentlemen this queen will live nature awakes a warmth breathes out of her she hath not been entranced above five hours see how she gins to blow into life's flower again the heavens through you increase our wonder and set up your fame for ever she is alive behold her eyelids cases to those heavenly jewels which pericles hath lost begin to part their fringes of bright gold the diamonds of a most praised water do appear To make the world twice rich, live, and make us weep to hear your fate, fair creature, rare as you seem to be. She moves.
1: Oh, dear Diana, where am I? Where is my lord? What world is this?
4: Is not this strange?
3: Most rare. Hush, my gentle neighbours. Lend me your hands to the next chamber Bear her. Get linen. Now, this matter must be looked to, for... Her relapse is mortal. Come, come, and Escalapius, guide us.
0: Exeunt, carrying her away. Act three, scene three. Tarsus, a room in Cleon's house. Enter Pericles, Cleon, Dionysa, and Lycorida, with Marina in her arms.
2: Most honored Cleon, I must needs be gone. My twelve months are expired, and Tyrus stands in a litigious peace you and your lady take from my heart all thankfulness the gods make up the rest upon you
3: your shafts of fortune though they hurt you mortally yet glance full wanderingly on us
0: oh your sweet queen that the strict fates had pleased you had brought her hither to have blessed mine eyes with her
2: we cannot but obey the powers above us could i rage and roar as doth the sea she lies in yet the end must be as tis my gentle babe marina whom for she was born at sea i have named so here i charge your charity withal leaving her the infant of your care beseeching you to give her princely training that she may be mannered as she is born
3: fear not my lord but think your grace that fed my country with your corn for which the people's prayers still fall upon you must in your child be thought on if neglection should therein make me vile the common body by you relieved would force me to my duty but if to that my nature need a spur the gods revenge it upon me and mine to the end of generation
2: i believe you your honour and your goodness teach me to it without your vows till she be married madam by bright diana whom we honour all uncissored shall this hair of mine remain though i show ill in it so i take my leave good madam make me blessed in your care in bringing up my child
0: i have one myself who shall not be more dear to my respect than yours my lord
2: madam my thanks and prayers
3: will bring your grace e'en to the edge o' the shore then give you up to the masked neptune and the gentlest winds of heaven
2: i will embrace your offer come dearest madam oh no tears lycorida no tears look to your little mistress on whose grace you may depend hereafter come my lord
0: exeunt act three scene four ephesus a room in saramon's house enter saramon and theissa
3: Madam, this letter and some certain jewels lay with you in your coffer which are now at your command know you the character
1: it is my lord's that I was shipped at sea I well remember, even on my evening time, but whether they're delivered by the holy gods I cannot rightly say. But since King Pericles, my wedded lord, I ne'er shall see again, a vest delivery will I take me to, and never more have joy.
3: Madam, if this you purpose, as ye speak, Diana's temple is not distant far, where you may abide till your date expire. Moreover, if you please, a niece of mine shall there attend you.
1: My recompense is thanks, that's all. Yet my good-will is great, though the gift small.
0: Exeunt. End of act three.